0: Oh, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the Bears are what we thought they were.
1: What, what, they're what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh, one more time. Oh, one more time. President a it's time to Bear Down. Let's get it. Shout out to the homie, Mitch Galloway. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for rocking with us. Welcome to the Bears Central. On today's show, we break down the Bears' Week 12 matchup against the Detroit Lions and much, much more. Hey dub what's good over there, bro? Man, everything is good over here, Prez. What's happening with you, man? Man, I'm just uh, looking forward to this Thanksgiving holiday. I'm seeing all the groceries being bought and and the preparations being made. I'm just getting excited. I got a smile on my face thinking about my my mama's baked macaroni and cheese. Right now, son. Yeah, I'm going to stop back around my house, man. That's what I'm planning to do. What's granny's dish that you enjoy that she makes?
0: And my grandma's pretty good at at making that turkey and um, also a ham. I like them both. So uh, the way she does this, not dry, you know, it's one of those juicy
1: type turkeys. That's the key. That's the key. I always tell people, you got to inject that turkey. Inject it a couple times. Nobody wants dry ass turkey. The turkey got to be juicy first and foremost, y'all. It got to (laughs) be. (laughs) All right, man. Well, hey, let's get into the episode, man. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to Thanksgiving. And like I said, enjoy that meal with your family. And and like I told you in the audience on Sunday, I'm not letting these bears ruin my Thanksgiving holiday. I'm about to enjoy this thing. We know what it is. We know what this season has turned out to be. It's been a total shit show. But before we get into all that, I want to get your thoughts on some of these injuries and also just some of the updates. So in the last game, Justin Fields, we know left the game early with the rim injury. X-rays came back negative of any rib fractures. However, they determined that the turnaround between the game on Sunday and the game on Thursday is too quick for him to be able to play on Thursday. So it looks like Andy Dalton is going to get that started, Doug,
0: no, yeah, that's the right thing to do. You know, uh, you don't want to risk his kid's future over one game. So having him sit out, that's totally fine with me.
1: Yeah, and, and at the same time, I mean, not to talk shit here, but it is the Lions. So if that's the game that the Andy Dalton's going to get the start, I'm confident that he could come in here and get the job done. So some key guys here: Hakeem Hicks. He missed the game with the ankle injury. Didn't practice so far this week. Same thing with Allen Robinson. Do you think either of these guys play on Thursday? I think with the short turnaround,
0: Fred. I don't think they lay this game because I still think our defense is strong enough that we can
1: still handle Detroit. And it's good to have a rival Of course, always ready to have Yeah, we'll see. I I, th- I do agree with you in the fact of that, that turnaround. I think that might be. Pretty tough for probably A-Rob and probably Hakeem Hicks. However, I'm confident that Eddie Jackson with that hamstring injury, he's been limited in practice, along with Darnell Mooney with the foot injury. I think both of those guys should play on Thursday. We'll see what happens there. It'd be nice to see Eddie Jackson back out there. Yeah, I mean, we we could use it, man. We really could. We could use a, a little bit of jolt on that defense. Those the guys on defense were so frustrated last week when you, when you saw Robert Quinn in the and when you saw Roquan Smith. These guys need a little bit of a joke there, so maybe Eddie Jackson can give them that lift. Absolutely. A-Dub, I'm sure everybody wants to hear our thoughts on these naggy rumors that have popped off. Listeners, you guys heard those chants that were going on at Soldier Field on Sunday. And also, at the Bulls game this week, the fans were chatting, fire Matt Nagy. They were chanting, fire Matt Nagy, A-Dub. So this thing is now starting to get a lot of attention, not only just locally, But this stuff is getting out nationally. I'm telling you, man, they are coming for Matt Nagy right now, bro. Yeah, man. I kind of feel for him in a way, but you know how this business go, Perez. You don't get the job done, man. They come for
0: you. So right now, that's the chatter right
1: now. Yeah, and so, audience, as you guys all know, there was a report that came out this morning where this beat reporter says that Matt Nagy had been informed that Thursday's game against the Lions would be his last as head coach. However... I haven't heard this from some of those real locked-in Bears insiders that we see on the beat. So for me, until I see one of those guys saying anything about this, I'm just going to just chalk this up that this was a leaked rumor that someone in the organization wanted to get out there.
0: Maybe somebody put it out there to see how the fans will react to that. But listen to Nagy in his presser. He pretty much said that that is not accurate. So you have not heard from front office saying that against the Lions will be his last game.
1: Yeah, I, I did hear that. And he also went on to say that he's got great communication with ownership with George and Ted and Ryan. And he said, I have not had any of those discussions. But one key takeaway audience, what of what he did not say, when they asked him, have you been told if you would finish the 2021 season, he didn't answer that question. <laughs> oh, no, he wasn't going to go that far. It's not that far. But you're right. He ducked that question. Yeah, he ducked that thing. So that was a, a key thing there. But when I looked at this whole situation, I've talked about it so many times on this show. We have not fired any head coach midseason. That's just not how this ownership group works. And even in this situation, when I'm hearing these rumors, Matt Nagy shouldn't even have been brought back last season. We've already talked about that. I'm not going to go into that again. However, I just don't see this happening. I think it should happen, but I don't see that it is going to happen, A-Doug.
0: Yeah, I don't see it happening either, Press. And on the flip side, I don't even mind Nagy finish
1: this whole thing out. because this is like you said earlier, this is a shit show. So finish it out. Now, this was one of the things that I had thought about A-Dub is I wondered and hoped that they would have potentially done a midseason firing and let Chris Tabor or D. Filippo serve as the interim head coach because both of these guys are people that I think could be some sort of coaching candidates, maybe it might not just be here in Chicago, but it gives them a chance to kind of show their chops and show what they could do because we've already seen what Matt Nagy is, you know, what he has to offer, <laughs> and it hasn't been that's anything that's been something that we as Bears fans have been uh, happy about.
0: I like what you just said there, Press, about um, Coach Tabor. I thought Coach Tabor did a decent job uh, when he got a chance to be the head coach uh, for one of the games. So I have no issue with him even being a guy to take over. But you're right. Had this been done, I thought it'd been done midseason. But now that we're this far within the season, it's the right thing to do. And that's something that the
1: Bears organization got to think about. I think for me, though, when I saw it, I just think that this was a leaked rumor. It got out there. I think somebody wanted that rumor to be out there. I just don't think that they're going to fire this man after the game. I just don't see it happening. Now, if it did happen, I wouldn't be upset about it. And like I said, audience, you guys know, I have been telling you guys that Matthew Nagy is not the coach for this organization. I'm not going to sit here and celebrate a man losing his job. However, I say it all the time. This is a results oriented business. You got to get the job done. A-Dub and I are in the business world. If we're not getting our job done, they're going to get us up out of there.
0: Absolutely. And the thing you went down the path up, is about how the fans feel about Nagy it shows you how the fans really feel about them, how they've been uh, chanting, firing them, all that stuff. So if the organization
1: didn't know, they definitely know now. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sport Contest. DraftKings has given all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. New customers only. Minimum of $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambler problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now back to the show. I feel like the McCaskies... They're in the business of making money. They know that the Chicago Bears team is a fucking cash cow. That's why they would drop that money to buy that site there or put that purchase agreement in for that site in Arlington. They know that this franchise is going to continue to print money. That's why they operate the way that they do. They operate like a mom and pop, and this is a billion-dollar organization. It's sickening. And the fact of the matter that the fans have to deal with this shit. And we're hearing reports that the guy lost the locker room. That was the one key strip that Matt Nagy had going in his favor. What we what do we always say? A-Dub? He's a good leader of men. He keeps that locker room right. together. Well, you saw that report that came out there. They're saying players are like kind of looking at him sideways right now. And
0: they, I've heard that rumors that some of the players still, like advocating for him to be fired as well. So you got all these different things added on to this element. Of what's going on around Nagy? So for Nagy, he got to really think about that. Hey, his time. is coming to an end. And matter of fact, we should also be looking at Ryan Pace
1: too. Well, I mean, if we gonna go there, we might as well look at Ted Phillips as well. As I keep mentioning, you got to have football people in key football spots. Now, there's right. some people out here that will try to apologize for Brian Pace, but I think you tear it all down. This has to be a Chicago Bulls-level teardown. You got to get the right people in the right spots for this thing to go where it needs to go to. That's what they need to do here. But now I will say this. When I've been looking at certain things that have been happening with this team, the Jalen Johnson situation where he went to Instagram and posted that fine, Jalen Johnson has some shit to say after the game that we didn't even talk about on Sunday, and he talked about the fact that hey, we're men. We're tired of all these rah-rah speeches after these games. So he's like, there's nothing to talk about. When you got a guy like that, who and I give him his props, he's a solid player, but he's only in his second year. You got a guy like that coming out and making those type of comments about the head coach, that does not bode well for the culture of your organization. And it also goes to show you that there's some disrespect there in those comments. It's almost like he came for Matt Nagy when he's making those comments. He's shooting down the rah-rah stuff that he's into. Because everybody knows that Matt Nagy's that player coach, A-Dub. That
0: was a jab at Matt Nagy. Because we've seen on a lot of his presses, It's all about the next game and building guys up and trying to get the next game, get the next win. But that rah-rah stuff ain't what we need right now. There's nothing to rah-rah about, Perez. Look, we're trying to win. We got to figure out how to win. Skip all that other stuff.
1: Let's talk about accountability. Yeah, I mean, because this is the thing, man. I hear George McCaskey speak all the time about his, how the losing frustrates his mom, Virginia. And that the fans deserve better. But yet and still, they brought this coach back this season. They allowed him to be responsible for anything to do with Justin Fields. That's on them. You guys have decided to make that call. It was a bad call at the time. And so now, don't be surprised what the fan base is telling you to get rid of this guy. Because the fan base knew that he didn't have what it took. Look at what he did with the last QB. And we still don't know what that quarterback can be. But my point is... He was brought here to develop that quarterback. He did not do that job. He was brought here to get this offense a good footing. He has not done that. So you look around, all you see is epic lows. The offense not scoring the first half of games. The fact that we're in the bottom of the league in offense every year. It's not a good look.
0: In addition to that, Perez, you talked about this already. Those losing streaks, we all won right now. We went, on, we went on one again last season. So you look at that part of it, too. We still losing ball games. We cannot operate this way moving forward when we go on another five or six-game losing streak.
1: I mean, to that point, we've lost 15 of the last 21 games. That in itself is a fireball offense. And at the end of the season, when Black Monday comes, he probably is going to lose his job. And that's going to be one of the main culprits right there. You can't lose those type of games. Your last 21 games and you've lost 15 of those 21? Come on, Ouch. man. Come on, man. A recipe for getting fired. It is. That's why I'm a, I'm not even sitting over here talking any kind of shit about the Lions because while they're winless, they've been playing competitive. And we're getting ready to go face them in Detroit. And we don't know what to expect with our ball club right now. We don't know if these guys are going to come in it up for the coach. You know, sometimes players, they are rallying around the coach when they feel like the coach's job is in jeopardy. But we don't know how they're going to respond. But I will say this, this is a proud team, especially on that defense. And I guarantee there's going to be some guys out there that are going to be flying around, and they want to fucking play well.
0: There's a lot of money on this defense. They want to play well. They don't like how things ended the last couple of weeks friends. They want to get over that hump, man. This is a chance to come out and show that we're there. Let's get a win. Because when you lose that many games, you need a win under your belt, man. Because you ain't nothing but headaches after
1: losing each game like this. And, and one last point on this whole Nagy thing is that the schedule, like we talk about all the time, doesn't get any easier. You got the Cardinals after this game. You got the Green Bay Packers on the horizon. You got the Minnesota Vikings. There's a lot of teams on that schedule that I'm looking at, like, when are you going to get a win? It's going to be (laughs) tough. So if they don't get this game against the Lions, A-Dub, you're talking about them going on an epic losing streak. I know you were saying, hey, we're going to rattle off that three-game winning streak coming out of Dubai. I don't see it, man. I don't see it. Prez, I was so hopeful that we would rattle off three games, man. (laughs) Watching that
0: last game, I was like, damn. And then even when these teams are shorthanded, we still can't finish the job. So right now, Perez, it's a we can be losing two in a row from there from
1: what I predicted. When we look at this matchup against the Lions audience, we know that the injuries are piling up for us. We got a lot of guys that are out right now. And I mentioned on the last episode, we can't use that as an excuse because you got to look at the Ravens team that came in here. They had a lot of guys out as well. Their starting quarterback was out. They still came in here and got the win. So however, when I look at this matchup between us and Detroit, I think this is going to be a hard-fought battle between both of these teams. It's going to be a very close game. And now with us knowing that Andy Dalton is going to get the start, what are some of your thoughts there with this matchup with Andy going against that Lions defense, though? I think this is a good um, chance for Andy Dalton to do a good job you
0: know, um, of passing the ball. I still feel strong about our running game. Detroit hasn't been one of the best teams when
1: stopping the run. Yeah, I think for me, when I, I'm hopeful about the fact that with Dalton being out there on Thursday... That we'll have a little bit more of a balanced attack. And what I mean by that, audience, is they're going to have to respect the passing game. You saw that Andy Dalton had those two touchdowns, especially that deep one and two good one. So he's shown that, you know what, I'll be able to open that, that, um, the offense up a little bit. So the Lions aren't going to just be able to sit there and key on the running game because I think at times with Justin Fields, teams are loading up the box because they kind of just assume that the Bears are going to be grinding out the football. So I think in this matchup, Andy Dalton's going to keep that Lions defense on us. That's a good point, Chris. I think the same thing. You saw what happened last game
0: when they tried to load the box up. And what happened, you know, Andy Dalton threw a bomb down there. So, you try that again. Detroit, you want to try that, you will see what happens. So, Andy Dalton, pretty accurate quarterback down the, um, throwing a bomb. So, if we talked about Justin Fields being to do it, but I think Andy Dalton right now is showing us that he can also do it, too.
1: Yeah, and I think, too, when I look at on the Lions side of the ball, they have Tim Boyle that's going to be starting. And I'm going to say this. This matchup of quarterbacks on Thanksgiving is not sexy at all. We got Tim Doyle <laughs> versus Andy Dalton. <Dunn. laughs> Tim Doyle is struggling, man. He does
0: not look good at all.
1: No. And, I mean, when you think about this, Lions, their main weapon there is T.J. Hawkinson, and I feel like T.J. Hawkinson has had an uneven season because these guys can't get him the ball, and also defenses have been scheming against him. And that's a matchup in this game that I really hope that decide Really figures out who's going to be covering Hawkinson because he is a matchup nightmare. Yeah, man. TJ
0: Hawkinson, they tied in. He is a nightmare, Perez. He's one of the top 10 tight ends in the league. Um, he's a threat. We got to make sure we also cover him for sure. We got to keep a body on that guy because he can make some great catches. But we can't
1: let him be one of those guys that beat us. No, that's a fucking fair point. Now, I would say this, though. We got to put some pressure on Boyle. If we put some pressure on him and allow him not to just relax in that pocket, I think we'll be good. We need to see that same pass rush that we saw against the Ravens in that game. I think if we are able to do that, that's going to be a big key to us. We got to put some pressure on this kid. We also got to be able to make sure that we're locking up on Hawkinson. No missed assignments out there. We can't let him go free like Mark Andrews went free in that game on Sunday.
0: Oh, no, man. We cannot let that guy get open. We can't be missing assignments. Pretty much what you're saying, Press. No missed assignments. Can't let that happen. That's how we lost two games in a row. Um, that way, so
1: we got to do a better job of making sure we keep these guys covered. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, too. I was kind of hoping we were going to face Jared Goff because one of the things that I've noticed with him when you break down the film on the Lions this season is he rushes a lot of his throws, and he seems very skittish in the pocket, and that was one of the things that I was like, man, I feel really confident going up against him, but now with Tim Boyle in there, which I don't think Tim Boyle's all that good of a quarterback, but we saw when a backup quarterback came in and did his soldier field on Sunday.
0: That's the part, right, that it gets me is how we make some of these quarterbacks who are, in my opinion, mediocre look better than that. So I hope we don't let Tim Boyle look like he's a solid quarterback. So you're right, keeping that pressure on him, Perez, which I think we can. I think we can get to him, man. We got to, we can get to Boyle, make some sacks on him.
1: Maybe we can throw his game off so we can make some mistakes, Perez, and maybe throw some interceptions. I think in this matchup, though, A-Dub, the big key is just having that balance on offense getting David Montgomery involved, mixing in Khalil Herbert when it makes sense, and taking some of those shots down the field. I think that's going to be the key on offense. Defensively, I just want to make sure that we're neutralizing Swift. We talked yes. about him earlier in the season when we played them. That guy's a threat out of the backfield. He's a really solid back there. It's going to be very key in that front seven to seal up those lanes and make sure that DeAndre Swift is not getting off in this ball ballgame.
0: Yeah, in addition to that, Perez, we're going to need Roquan Smith to do um, a job with that, too, and making sure we keep that dude at bay. Because I know Roquan did a great job with that last game, keeping Swift out of you know out, out that run game. That'll be helpful, too. So you know Dan Campbell the last couple of weeks, Perez, he's been running heavy. And Swift have been executing so and doing well. So if we can,
1: like you said, stop that run, we'll be in good shape. This is the Detroit Lions team. While they're winless, while I get my jokes off at them, I think they're a competitive bunch. They're also a prideful team. Their coach sincere guy. I think that he's pretty solid as a head coach. I just think that he's been in a, a tough situation there in Detroit. But we are going and face a team that I think is very dangerous. Because this is a team that's going to come in here. They're going to be at home. They're going to have that home cooking. And we're coming in reeling. Injuries, the drama with the coach, players taking shots. You got the Allen Robinson situation, which a lot of people are saying Allen Robinson is the one that kind of dropped some of those uh, comments about Nagy losing the locker room. And so when you see all this dysfunction and, and turmoil that's going on internally, that's not a recipe for a team to be successful. There's too much bullshit that's going on right now with this ball club. And you speaking of that, that lets you know that Detroit
0: here hit a chatter, right? There's a lot going around with this team. And that could be that this is something that could throw us off as a team. So if you Detroit, you like, hey, we smell a little blood here. We smell a turkey. Let's go for it. We're at home at that. So yeah, Perez- this is not going to be an easy game here. This is not a an easy win for the Bears. We're going to have to fight our way to the victory on this one because I think Detroit is going to be ready.
1: Hey, they see blood in the water. That, that's yeah. really much That's <laughs> what I see with this Detroit team right now. And like I said, audience, don't be surprised if you see this team come out, fly around. They generally have slow starts. If they get out hot in this game, that's not going to be a recipe for success for us. If we continue to see that Detroit team that gets off to some of those slower starts, then I think we'll be in good shape. But we got to come out and we got to take it to this team. We got to take it to them, A-Dub. We got to be aggressive. We got to punch them in the mouth. I want us to be physical on both sides of the ball because that is going to be the key to victory in this ballgame, being physical and imposing our will on this team. And playing
0: a complete game that is something that Detroit lacked in, like you just saying, about how they play a half a game, right? They start off slow, then they may pick it up. But for us, we gotta play a complete game. For us. We gotta do the same thing, execute on offense and also execute on defense. That's the only way we're gonna get a victory for this one here.
1: Shit, yeah, that's been our biggest problem. We haven't been able to play a complete game. So it's it's almost like we're looking in the mirror when we see this Detroit Lions ball club. So they don't play complete games, but neither have we. I mean, there's it's been so many games where we'll see the first half, we come out flat. In the second half, we come alive a little bit, but then we're losing these games because we still find ways to lose the game. So in this ballgame against Detroit, we got to come out and we have to set the tone early. We have to. All right, A-Dub, before we get out of here, final score predictions, what you got for Thursday?
0: I have a prediction, 24-20,
1: Bears. All right, so audience, if you guys are not aware... DraftKings has the Bears as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this matchup. So a Dub's got the Bears winning and covering that spread. Me, I also have the Bears winning this ballgame 20-10. to I think this is going to be a matchup where I think the Bears are going to come out. I think they're going to play their asses off. You have a lot of guys on this team right now that are fucking frustrated and pissed off. You even had Darnell Mooney come out and say that he was a little pissed off after that game on Sunday. I think a lot of these guys are going to come out and we're going to see a little bit more intensity from this team on Thursday. So I have the Bears winning 20-10, to A-Dub. Let's get this victory. We need it desperately. Hell yeah, we need it. Nagy needs it. That team needs it. We, we need to be talking about some positives, man. There's nothing going positive right now with this team. All we're doing is focusing on negative shit and, and people yelling for somebody to be fired, which rightfully so. At the end of the day, though, I want to get I want to get this game on Thursday. I want to get back in that win column. It sucks when we talk about these losses week after week, it sucks. I I get tired of talking about this shit. And I just really wish that this organization would have handled things differently and we wouldn't be talking about some of the shit that we talked about so far this season. No, you were hit right on the head, Pres. A lot of
0: this stuff could have been taken care of in the offseason that did not happen. So this is where we are now, man. And all I can be now going forward is to hope that we start to put together some wins and continue to see Justin
1: Fields, you know, get better over time. So that's what I'm looking forward to. As we always say. This season is about his development and continued health. And right now, the fact that this kid's out with the rib injury, that part, we got to do a better job of making sure this kid stays upright. But audience, we appreciate you guys and your continued support of this show. We owe you guys a trivia question, so here it is. How many times have the Chicago Bears played on Thanksgiving Day? Bonus question. Which team is currently tied with them? So I repeat, how many times have the Bears played on Thanksgiving Day? And then bonus question. Which team is currently tied with them? Current standards for the contest right now, we got Aaron in first place, Michael in second place, Shannon and Erica in third and fourth, and then Cousin Heidi in fifth place. We got one week left in this trivia contest, and as I told you guys last time, don't be surprised if we start throwing some random questions out there, so you guys be on the lookout for those questions. But one week left in the contest, top two spots go head up against each other in Zoom for the Lance Briggs autograph Football A-Dub. All right, y'all, we are on to Detroit. A-Dub and I will holler at y'all on Thursday, and we are out. Thanks for listening to the Barry Centres podcast. You can find
0: this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. We appreciate your continued support of our show. Bears Nation, come down with us.